Join the cause and subscribe at sportsse.io slash players and make a difference today. Once again, that's sportsse.io slash player. I want to give a special shout out to the team at CasSource. They have made my dreams come true for this podcast and they can make yours as well. If you have any aspirations of hosting your own podcast, talk to my guy, Eric. You can find him on Twitter at Eric underscore Kaz, K-A-Z. He is all about giving people a platform and letting their voice be heard. So reach out and you won't regret it. Welcome to From the Players Podcast, where you will hear directly from the very women who are shaping our sports softball and learn so much more of who they are off the field and beneath the jersey. I'm your host, Sydney Supley, former Northwestern softball player, and this is the place for every past or current softball players, any parent of a player, or simply a fan of the game. I see you and I love you. Thanks for being on this journey with me and growing our sport one day at a time. Now, to further your support beyond just listening to this episode, you can donate $10 a month or any number to continue to support this platform where female athletes' voices are heard and ensure that there will be plenty more episodes and individuals who are impacted in the future. As a subscriber, you will get all of the behind the scenes on this 2024 softball season from the women on the fields and myself as we make this the best year of softball yet. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to From the Players Podcast, where I am so thrilled. We have a special guest today with Bailey Dowling, a senior at the University of Alabama. Bailey, you guys are off to such an incredible start to the season. You're 10-0. You just had your first home run of the season this past weekend. How are you feeling? It's so much fun, and I'm so excited for this season. This team is something special. I've never had a bond with a team that's just we mesh so well, and I'm so excited in our work ethic. I'm excited to see where it takes us. Well, I absolutely love that. And I know before we hopped on this call, you talked about how special this team is. And usually that happens from months of work happen off the field in the fall, in the winter. Was there like an extra focus on friendships with your guys' team? Or how did it all blossom to how special it is now? Well, Murph does a really great job of his recruiting and who he brings in here, whether it's staff or players. And he always talks about Mudita and that's having vicarious joy for other people's success. And all the girls, whether staff or on the team, do a great job of that. And it's just so great being around people who genuinely care for other people's success and just people who work hard constantly, whether it's on or off the field. And so I think that's what really stands out and what makes it fun. You know, in playing against you guys last season, it was easy to see Coach Murphy's love for the game. And that's something, you know, he's been coaching forever. So when we were growing up, you know, watching them at the World Series, you could see it. But I want to know, what is it like being one of his players, that love he has for you? Is it as infectious as it seems like it is on the field? I can't even put it into words to describe it. Actually, he has this thing where, well, he teaches us everything of just not about softball, but how to be great humans. So whether that goes for shaking someone's hand, saying hello to anybody that's new that steps on 
you know, on a campus, whatever that is. And he really likes thank you notes. And just, I think it was Friday after the games that we had, we had a doubleheader and I just had this urge to write a thank you note and to thank him for literally being the best coach that I've ever had. And just what he does for us as players and human beings, it's incredible. And yeah, I can't put it into words, but he's amazing. And what really stood out to me before I even stepped on campus, which is why I wanted to come to Alabama, is you can just see what he gives his players. And Jackie Trena, in between one of their games, was making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for everybody on the team, just in between games. And, you know, who thinks to do that for, like, 30 people? Not very many people when you're hungry and you're wanting to eat, you know, in between a game. And that's just who he teaches us to be. And once I got here, it's very true in how he cares about the human over the athlete. That is so special. And I feel like something you don't often hear about just within college athletics is just those personal relationships that he's built. And I love the thank you notes because I'm such like a letter person myself. Can you give it maybe a little insight? Was there like a specific thing that you wanted to get across to him in your thank you note? Maybe like a little line or two that meant a lot to you that you wrote to him. He's been having really great pre and post game speeches, just talking about how he genuinely does care about us and what we do on the field. Our staff will always love us. So whether we go four for four or zero for four. They'll always be there for us, and that doesn't matter in how they treat us at the field. What he's been talking about in our team classroom has just really been hitting home to me as a senior, and I just wanted to thank him for everything that he's done for me. I think that's what I was trying to go with it. (laughs) I want to talk about Alabama because for anyone listening, Bailey and I grew up playing together for the Beverly Bandits, which is so special for me to have you on this podcast. And I remember being at the field and watching, you know, Coach Murphy come up and talking to you and and just seeing like at our young age, the love that you had for the school that you were going to. And it feels so crazy because like just yesterday, we were 14 years old, dreaming of playing for our universities. And we knew nothing other than the fact that we loved this game. And now you're a senior at Alabama. I don't know where the time has gone, but is it everything that you have dreamed of these past three and a half years now? Everything and more. And as a senior, everything has just been hitting home a lot more with me. And every day that I step out on the field for practice and I'm putting my cleats on, I just look up at the wall and I'm like, wow, I'm here. Like I did it and I'm living my dream. And I think that's so cool. And I do, I think about all those times that we had in travel ball and just all the experiences that we got together and having our coaches come and watch us. I think it's so cool. It is because it's like they invested in us as players, but really as humans from such a young age, which I think because we were in that era that committed really early, it's only allowed for us to have closer relationships with our coaches, which is so special and creates lifelong relationships. Yes, for sure. So kind of switching gears from last season, which was such a memorable season, to this year where you graduated a bunch of you know faces that a lot of people knew. But with that also comes the excitement of new faces and new opportunities. Like I mentioned earlier, you guys are 10-0 and 0 
already. They have yourself, you know, as a senior. You also have Jenna Johnson, who's another senior with a ton of experience. What does it mean to you to be able to lead this team with her and to watch new faces emerge and people finally get kind of their moment to show who they are on the field? I think that it's so awesome. And I was just thinking about it the other day about my freshman year to now my senior year and how I never realized how cool it was to be able to watch all the girls that are younger than you be able to blossom, like you said. And I think that that's so cool and that me and Jenna get to do it together and go out together. I couldn't be happier because I've always looked up to her and she's always been one of my best friends. So I'm so glad that we get to lead this team together. And for those of people listening who are wondering, who is this new Alabama team? What would you say your guys' identity is really? I would say we're just gritty and competitive, for sure. Like, we will find a way to get the job done, whether our stuff is working for us and or it's not, and we have to find another way. And I, I would definitely say, like, a gritty competitiveness. I love it. A gritty team is a hard team to play against because you know they they have this fight and they're just never going to give up. Oh, yeah. And all the hard work that everybody on this team puts in. I've never been around girls like 1 to 22. I mean, you may have like a good core, but 1 to 22, every single person puts in their extra work. And I think that's so cool to be around because that pushes you to be better. Oh, that's so exciting. And you guys had such a fun, I feel like, summer and fall as a team as well. You guys went to Italy. Seems like you did a ton of team bonding experiences in the fall. Do you have a memory or two that really stuck with you about those experiences? Gosh, there's too many. I mean, Italy was absolutely a dream. And it was so cool that, you know, Murph is able to provide that for us every four years. You get to go on a trip like that. But the memories in Italy, I mean, there's so many that I was talking to some of the girls. We have a trivia night every year at the beginning of spring. And it's basically a fundraiser for the season. and we were just talking about all our memories. I'm like, gosh, I forgot about that. What about this one? And I just, I think that that's so cool because, you know, you just have all this experience with all, you know, 22 different girls. And I think that it's so cool. And this fall, gosh, I can't even remember. There's just so much that we're able to do and that Murph allows us to do. And I think for sure, Italy was my favorite though. Definitely. I mean, who doesn't want to travel overseas? And- oh. Right. Possible classes. Yeah. <laughs> All these paintings that, oh man, it was just amazing. Oh, such a once in a lifetime opportunity. But I want to take a quick break, really quick, to talk about Easton, who is so kind in sponsoring this podcast and this episode. You are an Easton athlete, which I think that's like as high of an honor as you could possibly get in our world. We grew up, you know, just playing and using Easton bats, whether it was the ghost, which they just released a new one, and I don't know if you've used it yet, but I've only seen it, and it looks absolutely sick. Talk to me kind of about your experience being one of their athletes and just in the products that you've used throughout your time with the game. Their products are absolutely amazing, and I grew up not using much of Easton just because the knowledge wasn't there. I feel like growing up, and you didn't have the social media awareness that we do now, and I just... I couldn't be happier using it my four years in college and I can't wait to keep promoting the product and their bats are absolutely phenomenal. I mean, 
I'm not sure actually how it worked, but we weren't all supposed to get our own bats. We were supposed to share whatever size you have with the girls. And I was like, no, I want my own bat. Like, <laughs> I don't want anybody seeing my bat. But yeah, and their gloves are so awesome. I've been able to design it in so many different ways my four years here in college. And so I think it's so cool how they're able to promote their products and just produce it and allow girls like us to use them when we play. Designing your glove is like as cool as I get. I know for me, like I looked forward to that. What does your glove say this year? I'm curious. It says be fearless. I went back to my original one that I had freshman year, same little design and layout, just different colors, I think. But I like to keep it simple. But that is my favorite part about season is designing them. Talk to me a little bit about that quote, because correct me if I'm wrong, it seems like that quote became a very prominent factor in your life after going through the injury that you did right when you came to Alabama. What does that quote really mean to you? It really hit home going through my high school career. My mom always found little bracelets at shops or boutiques, and it always had sayings, whether it was Bible verses or really anything that was inspirational. And she found one that said, be fearless on it. And that one just always stuck with me. And I loved it. And it didn't really mean much. I just really liked the saying. And then when I got hurt my freshman year, I blew out my knee completely. And it's just a very traumatizing experience. Like your whole knee is gone, basically. And you have to find a way to get through that and be able to play again. And having to learn to walk and run. And those are just simple tasks like every day, let alone getting on a field and remembering how to go field a ground ball or to swing a bat or to slide into a base. And then my mom had wrote a note and it said, be fearless on it. And then it came back to me and I was like, that's really good because I'm thinking about all the bad times and everything that I have to get through and I'm not being fearless and trusting what God has planned for me and going through my day and being brave. And that's when it really stuck with me. And I think that's when I made my t-shirts and I got bracelets that said, be fearless. And ever since then, that's always been my saying and it's just stuck with me and I love it. And whenever I get in tough moments, whether it's on the field or off the field, I always think about it and how God's leading me to a bigger path and better one. And just to be fearless through my journey. Such an important message because growing up in the sport when you're not injured, do you have that fearless mentality? And it can just take one incident where you start questioning things and thinking of what could happen. And for you to be able to find that. And and I see you out there, you're competing with every inch of your body. And I love how your faith and I'm her message has just allowed you to do so. Yeah. And I couldn't be more thankful for my mom doing that because without her starting that with the bracelets and the little notes in my bathroom every single day, I don't think I would have been able to find something to hold on to, to get me through everything that I've experienced since being injured. Shout out to the Dowling parents. We absolutely love you. (laughs) I want to talk a little bit before we go about who Bailey is off the field, because again, I have gotten to know you and You're such a special person and you love so many things besides softball, which I admire and I love about you. Tell me on an off day, what are you doing? How are you spending it? What are other things you love besides softball? 
Well, today is actually our off day. So that's a really good question. <laughs> I actually love to be organized and clean. And mm-hmm. you know, after a long weekend of playing, I wake up in the morning and I take care of my body, whether that's rehab or like stretching, rolling out, whatever that is. And I go to class. I like going to class and getting out and seeing people. I don't know why, but I do. And then I like to clean. And just once I have my space, whether that's my room or our house that we live in clean, I feel like then I am free to go about whatever business I need to take care of. Because once my area is clean, then I feel like I'm clean. So true. Yeah, I would say just being very prioritized in what I do. I feel like that's who I am off the field. I mean, that seems very intense. I love to do fun things, but I always have like a plan throughout my day and I like to get my tasks done. That's spoken like a true athlete. Like the only reason why you get to this level is because you know, you're organized, you're prepared, you know your priorities because that stuff trickles on the field and in the classroom. And when you only have so much time in your day where you actually you get one day a week to, you know, be your off weekend, like you have to work those things in. And and I think all of us listening could be a little bit more like you. I definitely could be a little bit more. I need to work on my organization skills. So 2024. Well, I need somebody to organize <laughs> the closet. I'm your girl. <laughs> I'm gonna call you over. That's perfect. Well, Bailey. Before you go, I want to say, first of all, what a pleasure event, but two, your career has been so amazing to witness sharing the fields with you, again, the obstacles you've been through, but also the highs you've reached and the true love you have playing for Alabama. I want to know in these final few months of playing softball there, what is your goal? What do you want your legacy to be when you leave? I think that my goal on and off the field is just to show everyone my true love and passion that I have for this university and for this team. You can see when people truly have it and when people are just going about their business. Murph, his favorite saying is that a third grader can tell whether or not their teacher is being fake to them. Hmm. And you can figure it out as third grader, you can figure it out as an adult. And I want people to see genuinely how happy I am to be here and that this is my dream and that it came true. And I want people to see that on and off the field. If that's not a motivation to believe that your dream came true, I don't know what else is. If there's any young girls listening, can you tell them that if you do all the things that you did, work hard, stay organized, all the things that their dream can come true as well? Oh, yes. If you work hard and go above and beyond and all the tasks that you have throughout your days then anything that you dream can come true i love it well bailey best of luck in your senior year and to your entire team i know i can't wait to continue following and thank you for coming on from the players thank you so much roll tide In case you haven't noticed, we love podcasts. In fact, we love building podcasts, everything from development to production. Because of all that, we're building a -a one-of-a-kind podcast network. If you have a podcast or looking to launch a new podcast, then we should talk. You can message me on Twitter at Eric underscore Kaz or hit us up any way that works for you. 
Let's talk about your podcast joining this one-of-a-kind podcast network.